Six up the valley folk. They're the funniest guys in town. Thank you. What can I say except the valley folk? They're the wonderfulest guys in LA. Well, thank you very much. Well, what can I say except the valley folk? Deserve a freaking crown for all the laughs and wow. all the love. And oh. the valley cast, it's just the best <laughs> podcast around. Is what it your? Can is it your? What can I okay. still going? Right. Still going. That's still going. What was happened? it your dog? With the the, the, the jingle the, the in the jingles? background. Get a job. Get a job. Get a job. Get a job. Yeah, that little jingle. What must have been? He's got a dog on his profile. Must have been the dog's collar. It was the dog's Carl. It was the dog's Carl. You know, Jesse Stillwell said his song was next. And I and I really was like, he must know. I mean, he's going through all the things. I didn't. I don't Sorry know. That was that, great. Jesse. Who was that? <laughs> but if that wasn't Jesse, who was that? Who but was? I'm wondering if like maybe he was right, and we've already done that one. But man, I just can't keep track of all this shit. How far did you go back? I went back. I always just do the top one, man. Just gotta do that top. No, one. I've been going like down. Up. I know. And look, I, where I, we're, and look where we're at. I, I mean, love how much of a mystery it is to me about how <laughs> any of it no works. no clue. I just assume it's coming in as a live feed from somebody singing every time. I mean, I think he's right. I think his was next, and it's right here. I'm looking at it, but let's save it for the next one. We'll save we'll it, like, we'll save it for the next one. Let's save it for the next let's one. Let's save it. Whose hath we done? Whose was that? That, that was, was uh, <laughs> Micah... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just a we've mess. Been, uh, yeah, you've, we've been. This has been a struggle, struggle monster. Micah, uh, beginning here. Micah Ali, Ali, Micah Ali, A L Ali, A L L E. What can a six? And that's it, Micah Ali. Thank, Thank you so you, much. And it's Micah called Ali. Valley Folk Intro, and that was very nice. Was Thank that you. based off of that Moana song? <laughs> what can I say except you're, you're welcome. welcome? Yeah, maybe. But it doesn't matter because you know what matters even more than any of that? Elliot Morgan's back on the podcast, oh, ladies thanks. and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Wait, thanks. hang on. I have, a, I have a... Here we go. Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. Wow. What the hell, mm. man? You're back. Yeah, I'm back. You're back. I'm back. I'm you back. You went to fucking London. And you went to Hawaii. I went to Hawaii. Went to London. Don't use your computer today. Oh, I need to have for my topic. Though. Oh, okay. Um, um, tell us about um, all of that. The, uh, man, let's just jump. Actually, let's well, not jump sure. in yet. Let's not let's jump not. in yet. Let's, let's just let's look at the quick, waters. Real quick, everybody, and then we'll jump in. This is the Valley Cast. Now playing on the Valley Cast YouTube channel. Oh, is it time? YouTube.com slash the Valley Cast is where this is living in its full entirety. Moving forward, we will we'll, we will post a highlight clip on YouTube.com slash the Valley Folk to remind and push people over here. But we're going to uh, start having the podcast on that channel. If you're watching it, it'll still be on SoundCloud and available all the other places that you listen to it. Uh, but we're moving the video version over there. There will be other podcasts that will be living there very soon as well. So it is worth subscribing to. Um, uh, it would also yeah. be nice um, in the time being if you would like to uh, help us out. You can hit the bell button, the bell notification for mm -hmm. these videos because um, you're algorithm probably isn't going to know to actually show you these if you watch or listen to it every week so uh yeah and everything for the patrons stays uh the same still get yep. it uh vip and up patrons get it on mondays and then all the other patrons get it on tuesdays and then it goes public mm -hmm. oh man hey. and all of these changes happened because if you haven't been listening uh we brought back your show this week it's going monday through thursdays uh it's a daily show uh essentially minus one day 
minus three days if you're getting super technical. But it's uh, a lot of stuff, and we wanted to move the podcast to a place where those who really wanted to watch the podcast and, and not uh, all the content at once, that's where it's going to live. And we can yeah. launch more podcasts there. Well, and so. we're doing we're trying this new thing where we're better YouTubers, and we that too. are trying. We're trying to, pay to be better YouTubers. Yes. That yeah. tubers. Um, speaking of stuff that might be on this new podcast channel you're listening to the podcast on, if you listen to the podcast on YouTube, mm-hmm. which we know a lot of you do, um, the first time show is coming to to live here as well, and it might have yes. launched already with the channel, or, and or maybe not. some. Uh, yeah, we can talk about it. You're, Steve's going to try Ooh, to find <laughs> a way to get his uh, the backlog there, so those who haven't listened to it in the in the past will have a chance to kind of go through some of the 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 back catalog yeah and then we'll you'll also be doing a new season yes. very soon yeah so owen and brett and i originally started the podcast to talk about shows that um the format of the show is one person loves it another person hates it and another person has never seen it and we took lost as our first season of the it which feels one like of you hated show. it Lo- uh, owen wow i didn't know that yeah owen i thought owen, you guys were all celebrating it owen yeah, was was really disappointed on the on the first viewing and uh, and he and i would get into big arguments about it and Ooh. and i was like you're wrong you're wrong content. And then one day, Brett was hanging out with us, and he was like, let's do a podcast where we all fucking watch it. And Owen was like, no fucking way. And then he eventually agreed to it, and then we did it. And it's a really fun show, and people to this day tell me they still will listen to it and love it. Um, but then it evolved into a movie podcast where we do the same thing with movies. And that didn't really people didn't really like that too much. And then we went to Castle Rock. We did Castle Rock, which is so bad, and we just stopped doing it because we fucking hated it. <laughs> and then we well, took... you needed somebody that liked the show, <laughs> right? Exactly. And then we were like, "Fuck, we should never do this with shows that are just starting ever again." And then we, uh, and then we did Watchmen because Watchmen was so fucking good, and Alana came to be in a lot of those episodes. Um, and now we're now that we're at the end of Watchmen, Watchmen's over. We're gonna do one last Watchmen thing. Me, Owen, Brett, and Chris McCaleb are gonna. Watch the director's cut of Zack Snyder's Watchmen movie, and then we're gonna Fun. just go over that, talk about that. Then we're gonna read everyone's emails that we didn't get to read on the last episode of the Watchmen show, and then you'll do an in-character reading of the graphic novel. Yes, yep. Say it. Say it. <laughs> I will say be. It, I will be Alan Moore. <laughs> say it. <laughs> no, no. We're gonna. We're gonna. Official announcement. We're doing the leftovers. Yeah. So we're gonna watch Have the leftovers. No. You should consider. Watching along and maybe guesting on an episode or something. Yeah, leftovers is a trip. I I've think good things. I don't think I'm going to be able to convince Owen to stick around for leftovers. Unfortunately, I'll be he his just understudy. Want to do it, but uh, but yeah, if you want to be his understudy, Who would and, it, oh wait, but that format isn't the format anymore. Hate love. And it's not never the format. It. Yeah, we've just, we've we've. Yeah. I mean, we're still deciding, but. I don't know anybody that didn't like it because it was such a good show. Or you know what? Actually, Alana didn't really like oh, it. Oh, there you go. And she abandoned it after the second season. So we're kind of still following the format. But yes, it'd be fun for you to come in and Joe to come in yeah. and anybody. But yes, we're doing that. I'm done talking about it. But Great. And we might also rename the show to just be called First Time Show. Cool. The First Time Show. And I like just First Time Show. It was called, It's the full title is It Feels Like the First Time Podcast. I don't think you need the the, though. Yeah. If you go with the Just First, first Time Show? First Time Show is kind of fun to say. Mm. It's also FTS. Mm. And it's mm. like, you know, you the Facebook thing. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. The Facebook. Yeah, just I don't. I don't hate it. Just first time show. Um, just first time show. Let it. Just sit with it a little. A just let it simmer. You know what's cool? A billion. How about uh, Steve and the FTs? Huh? Ooh, that's nice. The FTers. It sounds like fire pilots. Like uh, fighter pilots. Like a, yeah. What do you call your like colleagues when you're fighting? These are my uh, Steve ah. and the FTs. Yeah. <laughs> that's nice. Sort of the eighties band as well. Some kind of like synth oh. pop band. Before we get way, 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 way too deep into stuff, I just wanted to really quickly, because I'm drinking out of a soda parlor. Oh, yeah. Yes. Just so fast, I want to say, so sorry to Olin and uh, and everyone, Olin, on, Rogers, Olin Rogers, and yeah. everyone on his, in his... Um, and everybody in the city. ...world, the and yeah. all of, Me- of not Memphis, uh, Nashville, Tennessee, mm-hmm. that was hit by a crazy hurricane or a twister not, or whatever uh, it was. Tornado. Um, but uh, really destroyed a lot of stuff and kind of leveled the building that the soda parlor uh, mm-hmm. existed in. And he got looted, and there were all these beautiful arcade machines that got destroyed, and stuff was stolen, and it's just really terrible. And so there's a GoFundMe to help out Olin recoup a lot of the damages and potentially look for a soda parlor 2.0, which if those of you are like, for those of you that don't know, Mike Falzone and I performed there. We did two dynamic banter shows there. And, um, I was just talking to you, Elliot, about you should go do a show there. Yeah, it was, yeah, we were talking about that last year. Um, and then, yeah, I'm going this summer with my dad and brother as like a dude trip to Nashville. And I was, I, my dad texted me the morning that the tornado came through and was like, there's a huge tornado in Nashville. I was like, I just saw, and I sent him a photo and I was like, I was hoping to show you guys all this, a buddy of mine's soda, you know, parlor. And, uh, he was just like, oh my God, that's horrible. And I was like, oh, that's so weird. It's like. Yeah, it's completely. Uh, it's it's like it's not like destroyed, but it's it's going to be condemned. The building is going to be yeah. condemned. Yeah, wow. and uh, it looks it's mostly outside cosmetic damage, and I think the roof caved in or something. Mm-hmm. But it sounds man. like the support though. He's getting a lot, huge lot of support. People, and yeah. insurance is also going to kick in, which totally. is great. Yeah, and he said it'll cover a lot, but not everything. I think it's but, more of an emotional. Yeah. But he's being so it's, positive about it. Totally, yeah, like, that's, that's what I love about that dude. He's just like, look. It sucks. It's home, and I'm 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 very sad. But everybody's safe. Yeah, and nobody was hurt, and we will rebuild. And what a great attitude the dude he's has. He's a he's a role model. Yeah, sure. he's great. He's Him and a, Rachel, yeah. and they're they're great Rachel's people. Amazing. Rachel they're... opened her home up to me and Alana when Mike and I did our shows there, and she's just a wonderful, wonderful person. And um, and I wish nothing but best luck and awesome shit for them. And so it's really shitty that this happened. But since they're friends of the show, even though we might not put a dent in there. You know, in their numbers, because right. Olin's got a huge audience. But if you guys think you can, you know, just throw a couple bucks into that GoFundMe. I don't have an actual link. We'll put it in the description. But you can go to GoFundMe and type in Olin Rogers or the Soda Parlor or whatever, and you could find it pretty easily. Yeah. 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 But yeah, man, I was so bummed out because I don't know if it was you, but someone else was saying they're going to Nashville soon, and they're like, "What do I do?" And I was like, "Fucking get hot chicken and go to the Soda Parlor and get yeah. a delicious fucking ice cream, like crazy concoction." Mm-hmm. That's but, what I liked too. He like he slammed the worlds of comedy together with something that was so not comedy, but he made it successful. And I I love that it was just a different thing. It's very know? pure. It was yeah. just a cool. It's like a throwback thing. It's also something it's that like you, an old shop s h o p p e. Yeah, and it's just like a he's just he's adding he added so he's added so much to uh, the world and to his audience lives totally. with this soda parlor with his content with his show yeah. it's, he's he's a good one he's uh he is not subject to his own filters which is great like he just gets ideas and then he supports his idea like he's able to bust through the no mm-hmm. totally. that we all put in front of ourselves sometimes totally he just seems very um 
he supports his own ideas and is able to bust them through, and it's it's inspiring. Also, mm-hmm. another thing with the GoFundMe, really quick, not to keep going on and on, but he he was saying that not only would it help him recoup stuff, but there were a lot of employees there that need salaries that yeah. cannot be paid now because there's no business. So a lot of that would go towards uh, helping his. Last employees. I saw, it's doing it's doing. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. But I yeah, think it's doing yeah. totally well. More, more will help. Yes. So anyway, um, just shout out to to Olin and Rachel and um and to anyone who's affected by that crazy twister, that crazy that's so yeah tornado. Holy shit! You know our heart goes out to you guys. So you know. Anyway, there we go. There we go. I went to London. Yeah, tell us about <laughs> London and Hawaii and all those trips. Uh, yeah, my um. I mean, I guess they were kind of back-to-back because we didn't really do much in the time before, and we've also just been banking a bunch of stuff, hence the announcements. But anyway, First time in Europe? First time in Europe. First First time time in Hawaii, First time, no, I've been to Hawaii a few times, yeah. Um, But uh, beautiful, obviously, ridiculous. It was an anniversary trip and wonderful. Um, Came back, uh, was here for a little bit, and then went off to London, uh, which is... uh, still kind of adjusting to the jet lag a little bit but it's really nice coming this way because you end up actually you, waking up earlier you and get time back wonderful time yeah. traveling um, great yeah but london was freaking great and and beautiful and so much cooler mm. than i thought it was going to be not that i didn't think it was going to be cool i just didn't know what to expect and um it was just it was a perfect wonderful trip um it was uh, i saw a play called up i think it, i already probably talked about this on something there's a play called to us. upstart crow starring uh dave mitchell who's a guy from you talked to me about it yeah and it like got me like it rebit that like theater bug that i had as a kid it made me i was like thinking about us doing a weird play or a valley folk play or something like that that was like high <laughs> quality high production what are you doing here i was trying to play some I was trying to do some Hawaiian, but it's proper like London a music. Weird sound. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm, I know I was trying to match it up with your Hawaii stuff. Just leave now it for you're the London. About London. Just so. leave it for the. I great, like it great. for the London. Okay. Yeah, I could uh, probably find some London stuff too. I don't know. I like the luau. All right, all right. So you saw this play, and the guy from Peep Show. It's weird. It's weird in my brain now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a show called uh, from a show called Peep Show, and it was absolutely wonderful in a beautiful th- uh, theater, and also. We went to a bunch of casinos, and they were really nice to us. Uh, I don't know why. And uh, what? I have a question about the play. Yeah. Was it a comedy? Yeah. Cool. And it was like a currently written comedy, so there was all these topical jokes. Nice. And it was sort of like, it was, uh, it's about uh, Shakespeare, but as a like middle class writer. Oh, who I love is, it. It's based on, I guess, a sitcom. It was originally a sitcom, and then it's how he's trying to just churn out hits constantly, but he's depressed, so he can't write. And so he's trying to figure out how to basically cure his depression. Um, and then he ends up getting the plot to one of the plays, and it's just, it's fantastic. It was so, like, what kind of, like, theater was it? Like, big theater? Play. Smaller theater? Oh, um, I don't, I think uh, it was in a place. It looked like an opera house. Yeah, me. it was Royal Albert Hall, I think. So, like, a legit, like, this yes. is kind of big. Yeah, it's basically okay. their Broadway. Like, everyone oh. around them was, like, <laughs> there right. was, like, um. This wasn't, like, a little, like, black box. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a huge, yeah. And it was sold out, like, months in advance, and, uh. I don't know. I just ha- I haven't seen a play in such a long time uh, that I actually really enjoyed, and we also saw Cirque du Soleil, which was nice. I'd never seen. There was a little contortionist who wrapped his That's entire just body a, when around. When you him. watch a Cirque, it's like this is these aren't humans. No, it's who insane. are these people? And I also and it was all in Spanish, so we didn't understand anything. That's but it cool. was still really cool. It's yeah. kind of hard to understand Cirque anyway. Yeah. a lot of that stuff's disjointed and, also and very artsy. Sim- and yeah, and it's also simple because it's that yeah. it's that. Cart- like mime almost yeah clowning. it transcends kind of language in a lot yeah. of ways uh, um, okay so we're still in the theater because I'll we'll, we'll have a follow up about the casino as well um, 
Lay it watching, on me. Watching that play that you loved and actually enjoyed, um, critic over here, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not um, great, just get bored. Yeah. I get bored. <laughs> but also critic. <laughs> get bored easily. Yeah. Um, was it inspiring? Were you like, fuck, I want yeah. to... I want to be in theater again, which is something that you forget. And also, I want to. I'm guessing writing was probably all inspiration. Of it. Mostly writing, anything. also being in it. Yeah. yeah, it was so. It was one of those moments where you hear about when you were, or you remember as a kid being like, "There are people who are just doing this, who are like, this is what they do for a living, and they're like, they're enjoying it, and they're I'm enjoying it, and it's happening. And I wouldn't otherwise, like, you wouldn't know that this is happening in this small little theater. It's super intimate still, yeah. and feels very. Very uh, real, even though obviously it's a uh, you know fiction. But um, anyway, yeah, it was a uh, whole wonderful, wonderful time. Did you get yourself some bowling squeak or a toad in a hole, or did you eat? No. Did you get a blood sausage? No, I had a bunch of food, but I didn't really go for the the like. I had a bite of fish and chips at the airport. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fine. It wasn't mine. Cuisine. Fine cuisine. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but I had a great time. I also missed you guys. It was nice to be back. And it don't, is nice you don't to have to say that. It's, it's very true. true. Well, you were missed too, man. And man, people were fu- starting to really yeah, heat up old, on uh, <laughs> PR cover-up we had with the it was like, Elliot Gate. I know. It was going good, and then it went real bad. It just got to a point where it was like, how much of this is a bit, and how much of this is not a bit? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. truly, people were like, we're freaking out, man! What's going on? I think it was a bit. Which we totally understood. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think but... it was pretty obvious when I was Instagramming. Yeah, right. Red telephone. Well, that's what we would say. We'd go, do you not follow Elliot Mulligan anywhere else? I, 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 won't, I don't want to speak out of turn, but... It's your turn. The next time someone's gone from this company, it will be all three of us at the same time. Well, no, I'll be gone next week. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway, well, welcome back, Elliot. We're glad that's you're very, back on the podcast. That's we, very funny. Stuff. Yeah, we we had quite a time here, and we've had some pretty fun episodes and stuff. But we missed you. And we're well, glad, thank you. We're glad you're back. Wait, um, casino. It was much needed. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. You I want to talk about, about it, the casino. I don't want to bore people with more casino talk. Well, I just want to know more about the. You did so well that they were like, "You got to stop." Yeah, I kept betting <laughs> on. Uh, I got almost out of money and then put more in and then got up to like. I got up a fair amount because I ended up putting a fair amount on my birthday number and it came up and uh, and when 64. I went sixty four, sixty nine, and when I went nice. to check out, right when I get went to check out, they were like. Oh, um, can we have your passport? And I was like, Oh, okay. That's a weird question, Mister um, Casino. Yes, you can, Mister Casino. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan Casino. Jonathan Casino. And they opened it and they checked it and they took all my information and they handed it back and they said, Okay, we're gonna give you your money this time, but we have you in the system. And if you come back and you get lucky again, you're gonna have to become a member of the casino. Don't worry, it's free and only takes a few minutes. Anyway, let me go get your money. And then she went to the oh, very yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she came back with the money and handed it. And I was like, whoa, this is weird. <laughs> and then I left. And it Crazy. was raining. And Crazy. it was very cool. Crazy. It was, though, I'm also, uh, it was, I'm not current. Oh, wow. Is that, I'm underwater now? <laughs> I, I did go to, to the aquarium. I was trying to find casino type music, but. I don't know why it's labeled as such. It feels like a space opera. Yeah, it really does. Um, it feels like one of those, like, the human colon is made up of 13 miles yeah, of like skin. A, the 3D graphic yeah, that yeah. zooms in. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry, sorry. I'm no, sorry. you're fine. I uh, forget what I was going to say anyway. Um, well, it was um, all great. It was a good time. Did you take the tube? Yeah, it's really fun. Did you like it? Stonehenge was super amazing. 
Yeah. Way cooler than I yeah. thought. Everything was cooler than I thought. It, easy to get around. Did walked you feel everywhere. Otherworldly at Stonehenge. Did it feel like? Yes. It did is, for a moment. This is weird. Yeah. When I came in, I was <sighs> or came up, I was like, okay, oh. I was like, oh, that's different than what I was. It was something that was a, an intangible kind of thing. It was very cool. Cool. Um, <laughs> took forever to get there. You have to take a, we had to take an hour and a half train out and then a bus and then another bus. But it was still great. It was wonderful and just beautiful. So anyway, I had a great time. Thanks, everybody. This has been um, Where You Been, Elliot, with Elliot. Where you, you been, been, Elliot? You win. <laughs> Thank you so Good much. Job. You win an all-expense-paid vacation to, to London to uh, work. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to London. Oh yeah, yeah, vacation to work. Um, are, uh, how are you guys doing with Corona virus? I'm scared. You I'm are starting scared? to get scared. Yeah. It's is it truly tipping over into the? We're filming. We're recording this on Friday. I'm gonna look yeah, it up so. right now. Well, they just they just canceled South by Southwest. That's they a big did. one. That's, yeah. a, that's a crazy. That's crazy. I just. I feel like that's the first of many events that are going to be canceled this year, including Comic Con. The CDC today, when we're fil- when we're recording, I've this, heard of them. Said older Americans are advised to stay home. Jesus Christ! That's the that's the old uh, big red breaking news. Really? What is that like thirty to eighty right plus? My mom has an immuno <laughs> thing. And I, that makes me very nervous. I mean, the thing is, is anyone with a compromised immune system? Is is it's mm-hmm. starting to feel scary? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like I just want to go to the doctor and maybe up my medica my medic my medicans my Medicare my medication my prescription. You know, <laughs> you my got it. Mental health. You're gonna get there. But uh, just keep saying words. <laughs> prescription, medicine, science, chemistry, <laughs> biology. Backstroke. My biology what? doctor. But I want to go to my doctor and just up my pill dosage for my mental pill stuff. My mental pills. <laughs> but I'm scared to go to my doctor's office because it's like, what if someone fucking went with coronavirus? And, and it's like, I'm a, I'm a fairly healthy person, but like I don't have the strongest immune system. Not at all. I mean, I think you not having the strongest immune system is still you being the person that doesn't have to worry about it the most. You're, I hope so. Like you're, I think you're right in that age range where it's, it's not scary. It's it's again. It's the elderly. It's pregnant people. It's and I don't even want to say that with a hundred percent certainty. Um, but it's a lot of the um, the elderly that are having a really tough time with but it right now. But it's also one of those things where it's like if one of us, you know, fairly healthy young people gets the gets the coronavirus, there aren't like enough like test container or what do they call them like test kits or something mm-hmm. to even test if we you have really yeah. underprepared i went last night to uh, ride aid to get milk um yeah. like a adult and when i went there the woman in front of me was asking where their surgical masks were and the guy said oh no we got 160 in today and they, they're all sold out i went to even Ralph's, though they're saying that those don't that they help. do nothing yeah, yeah. It's, it's, also purell does nothing apparently yeah. great great um <laughs> Like the only thing that Wait, works is washing your something hands. Something clicked. Is it? You, well, okay. no, we're good. Uh, I went to um, Ralph's last night, which is you know our whatever Fred Meyer Safeway, whatever your version of the grocery store is. Wawa, water, Publix, all plastic bottles and all that stuff, mostly gone, just wiped off of the shelf, which is never the case there. I water, don't really understand the bunker mentality. Okay, so water makes sense because I guess if, if you're getting quarantined, yeah, if yeah, you're quarantined for like two it. weeks or whatever, yes. But like there are things like. Like every roll of toilet paper that exists in the grocery store goes to one person. Like you see the guy in the cart with the cart with like tons of fucking rolls of toilet paper, yeah, and it's, it's like, little... what are you doing? Are you gonna like well, sell those? To death. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
You plan on eating those big slop buckets, those Jim Hill, or yeah. not Jim Hill, who's the that reverend that sells the big slop buckets, the doomsday guy? Yeah, it's a little, uh, well, that's... Um, yeah, I, for, I forgot his name. Yeah, Baker, Jim Baker. Baker. But it's like, I just feel like if we were to get it, like, what do we even do? Well, like, we go to the hospital or something? See, I just did that and I wasn't. Yeah. Uh, well, you can, don't touch your face. And st- it's like, uh, there's so many rules. You're and- supposed to, like, once you're fine, like, you'll get n- your initial checkout. You go and you quarantine yourself in your home. And if it gets worse, then you go to the hospital. And But you can quarantine yourself in your home and just treat it like a flu and it'll, and it'll pass or something? Conceivably? I'm not an expert, but that's, yeah. Conceivably. Do they know right. they do- do they know how long the virus can survive without? You can go weeks yeah. with it in your system without knowing. in your system, and it'll though, just pass but through. That's you. Not, that's no, no. What, what on, on a table on a, oh, in the air? Oh, that I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think because it would probably know. have to be. They can't survive. My understanding is they they can't survive without. Here, I'll tell you right now. They'll tell you what Google says. <laughs> how long uh, can does, does it remain airborne? Gonna, I it, guess. We're trying to have a conversation about something scary, and we are far from experts, so please. <laughs> it's also it... probably a conversation yeah. that everyone is. Yeah. And the other thing that. is, is like we're all googling the yeah. same thing. We are trying not to spread inform- misinformation at all. We're but just the thing is, is like, fly. Joe, your teeth look great today. The thing about the whole misinformation too is like we don't even know. Like the the information that's available is also possibly misinformation. It's like hard to pinpoint. Because, I mean, a lot of people are like, wash your hands, you'll be fine. And then, like, a lot of other people are like, there's nothing we can do. Like, I'm like, wash your hands, hopefully you'll be fine. Like, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's just concerning. Similar. It's concerning. It's scary. My brother lives up in Seattle, and his wife is actually, she's a nurse, and she is working in the hospital where a lot of the people have been sent and a lot of the people have died. And uh, Yeah, talk about this, Joe. This is her, a crazy story. Well, they're, you know, her and my brother, you know as I think a lot of people were kind of like, oh, it's fine. It's like, it's a cold. It'll be blah, blah, blah. But then in the midst of like 24 hours, they, she, he said she went from a nurse being in it, being like, it's going to be fine to her being pretty scared and, um, not wanting to be in it in Seattle. And they're not really talking about it too much, but if you've watched some of the tweets from people living up there, they're starting to shut a lot of stuff down in quarantine. I just read that the University of Washington said on Friday it's going to cancel in-person classes and have students take classes and final exams remotely. They found uh, a, a vendor at CenturyLink Stadium where the Seahawks play. A vendor, like a concessions guy, oh, no. had it. <laughs> and Jesus. And he was giving everyone food and shit. Uh, maybe, I guess. I mean, but that's the so thing. It's, it's, it's like... It, but, so it's scary. The... And there, there should be, there is definitely concern around it. But like your worst v- version of, I think it is nowhere as bad as it. Your worst version in your mind is not going to come to fruition, but it's still bad. There's it's still just not so good. many mm-hmm. fucking statistics it's, it's out there, and and I don't know what what to believe, who to believe, mm-hmm. who's telling the truth, who's dumbing things down because they're saying like China is lying about their death toll and. You know, it's like, it's crazy. And now we're also like afraid of each other. We're like not, like I'm seeing all these memes and people talking about like don't even shake hands and like don't even hug people now. And it, yeah, and it's I'm like, not going to get that into the I mean, weeds I, with it. I don't want to either, but it's like, it's one of those things where I hope it's just something where like. Of course our generation's going to die from hugging. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I just don't want it to be one of those, I, w- I want it to be one of those things where like in six months it's like, We've got it under control. 
we've got a cure or whatever. We're gonna... And more people aren't going to die as, as yeah. a, and it's going to be okay. That, yeah. And then we can laugh about it and then we can say, and then hopefully we can go back to, you know, still washing our hands and being clean, but not as like crazy about it as a lot yeah. of people are now. You, yeah. And it's like, I've, but... I'm seeing people that are afraid of people preparing their food and going to eat food at places where your food is prepared by hand. I think people like to be scared on like a scale, like on a one to 10 scale. They like to be scared at a 10, even when it's only totally. like a seven or an eight. And the media but definitely doesn't the help. Media helps, yeah. And it's like, you you know. Also our mindsets right now is in general. I know, we're <laughs> it's just insane. Yeah, being you know, kicked while we're down. It's a crazy time. Um, uh, Again, I don't want to talk. To, uh, it'll be interesting to know what our tone is next week because I feel like I know, a lot we, more yeah, information is going to come too, out. As so I'm, we should... We should a time catch capsule. up again next week and see what we're thinking. <laughs> I'm going to put a pin in it by saying, um, as a as a dad, I'm concerned. As a husband of a wife who is one of those people that has a compromised immune system, uh, I'm I'm concerned, and I'm concerned for like my dad, who's an elderly an elderly diabetic, um, yeah, who happens to be in fucking Montana, which is great. <laughs> um, but I am concerned. I've heard um, a couple things I've I've read is that it um, it's best to be outdoors as much as possible uh, and not in highly really? air conditioned environments. That Interesting. viruses spread a lot more through through oh. uh, AC units and going out and being. Okay, in that's the crazy thing because you're also hearing stay indoors and, also and don't go well, outside. Your, your own indoors, not like he's saying sure, stay sure. away from you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Like not, my, I'm worried for Heather because you know she's going to the hospital or the the doctor three, four times a week. Yeah. So she's in those places where if it's gonna be a place, that's where it's gonna be. Yep. So Elliot, you know? to answer your question about how long coronavirus the coronavirus survives, it says here that it's not really clear how easy or hard it is to spread on a surface, but it says according to the WHO. <laughs> Not the band. The band. Coronaviruses may survive on surfaces for just a few hours or several days, although many factors will That's influence a pretty this. Big. Yep. <laughs> including surface and weather. So nobody really, really fucking gave knows. themselves yeah. a little room there. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't know. But this is from Harvard uh, Medical School. They released like this whole question and answer thing, and it's like, it's not really known. Hi there, and welcome to the ad read portion of the podcast. We hope you're enjoying this episode on the brand new youtube.com slash the Valleycast channel. We're just trying to be good YouTubers and make more money. And you know how we save money, though? Uh, a little thing called Honey. Uh, you know that Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And you know how great it feels to save. We sure do. It's what we're trying to do with our uh, channel and pocket. Just save, save the whole thing. But how does it feel to save with Honey? That's what I want to talk to you about. Well, it feels really good. I use it all the time. Um, pretty much anytime I buy anything on the internet. Uh, it's really great for all the holidays, like the Mother's Days and the Father's Day. Oh crap, is one of those coming? One of them has to be coming. Anyway, definitely use it. It's free, it's an extension, you can go get it, and it's you just wanna do it the way we tell you because that's how you're gonna help us, help you, save us, save you. <clears throat> Anyway, saving with honey feels like uh, sliding into a seat on the train just before the doors close. Um, you know, all those times you have to s slide into trains. Uh, it feels like hitting every green light on your commute. I live in LA. I don't know what that feels like. It feels like finishing up your podcast episode right as you walk into work. Actually, that's a good one. I appreciate that one. Um, I think it feels like saving money. And that's really important. So anyway, Honey has found it's uh, found over 18 million members, over $2 billion in savings. 
And did you know that Honey supports over 30,000 stores online, including Macy's Target, Sephora, Best Buy, and so much more, and they're adding more every single day? Yeah, I think that's pretty cool too. Users love Honey. That's why it has over 100,000 plus five-star reviews on Google on the Google Chrome store. So here's what you guys need to do. Uh, you need to use Honey because it feels good and saving money feels good. It's free to use and installs in just a few seconds. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash valleycast. Joinhoney.com slash valleycast. That's joinhoney.com slash valleycast to save all of the money, then then take that money and use it and just gamble it away. Because I'm watching a documentary series right now on sports gambling. It's very captivating. I didn't expect it. Anyway, joinhoney.com slash valleycast. Can you tell I'm not doing the ad reads with the, that I'm, I'm not, in, you know, I don't, I didn't want to go out. You know what would be even worse though in this dreary weather is having to go to the post office. You know what I'm talking about? I don't like doing that. Running a, a business uh, or keeping up with your schedule takes a lot and sometimes there just aren't enough hours in the day. You know what I'm talking about? You got better, more important things to do. I believe that. And especially like you want to probably have a better thing to do AKA listening to the rest of this podcast episode. But first, I want to tell you about stamps.com. Anything you can do at the post office, you can do at stamps.com. Their on-demand postage means you can skip that trip to the post office. Isn't that great? Is there anything better than not going anywhere? I don't think there is. And that's where stamps.com comes into play. Plus, you can save money with discounts that you can't even get at the post office. They're not going to tell you about it, but stamps.com will. Stamps.com brings all the services of the U.S. Post Service right to your computer, whether you're a small office sending invoices, an online online seller shipping out products, getting all that money, making capitalism happen, or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day. Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, just hand it to your mail carrier or drop it in the mailbox. If you do hand it to your mail carrier, make sure you smile and thank them for what they do because uh, it's difficult and they're having a hard time. But you know, it's also a hard time going to the post office. Don't worry about it. Use stamps.com. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money. And it's no wonder over 700,000 small businesses already use stamps.com. I didn't know there were 700,000 small businesses in the world, so that's news to me. Right now, listeners of the Valley Cast get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. So just get do it for the scale. I don't know what that means. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in ValleyCast. So you go to the, you type it in and you get, you see the microphone, you click it and then you punch in ValleyCast. That's stamps.com, enter ValleyCast. Go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in ValleyCast to claim your special offer today and mail things away. Hey. I'm very excited um, that this next uh, sponsor is sponsoring our podcast because I became aware of it about a year ago and I found it slightly addictive. And I love addictive things and I'm here to tell you about the newest addictive thing in my life, which is the Nextdoor app. Nextdoor is the hub for everything happening in your neighborhood and I mean everything. And it is fascinating. You should use it, turn on the push notifications, just see what comes in. It's, it's incredible. Everyone is verified so your conversations stay private between you 
and your neighbors, and it's available in every U.S. neighborhood. Stay in the know with what's going on in your neighborhood, whether it's road repairs, an amazing new ice cream shop, uh, or, or proposed school redistricting. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that was a word. Nextdoor is the best place to hear about it first and a trusted source for local knowledge. Moving to a new area can be daunting, especially if you don't know anybody. It's not you want to make friends. Nextdoor can help you do everything from finding new furniture to getting recommendations for a trusted contractor to discovering the best neighborhood takeout to simply meeting helpful neighbors. You can get great stuff from your neighbors, often for free. Amazing items are posted for free, like couches and barbecues and kids' clothes and toys and strollers. It doesn't even matter if you have kids. It's always nice just to have a few strollers around because it creeps everybody out. <laughs> People like hooking up uh, their neighbors. Incredible deals can be found on Nextdoor. I thought that said people like uh, hooking up with their neighbors, but it doesn't. It's about getting free strollers. Anyway, you can get great stuff all over the place and you won't have to pay for any of it. And since everyone is verified, it's more trusted than other classified sites that we will not mention in this ad read. It's great for building community. It's wonderful. There's so many ways our neighbors can help us. We just need an easier way to know what they have to say and to uh, uh, reap the advice that they are sowing digitally. And that's where the Nextdoor app comes into play. So what are you waiting for? It's free. It's fun. It's a good time. It's actually really fascinating. Go to nextdoor.com slash valleycast to sign up and see what's happening in your neighborhood. I promise you will not be disappointed if your neighborhood is anything like the one in which I live. It's wonderful. Be sure to use the link from our show to sign up because we're better than all of the other ones. Uh, and it also supports the Valleycast. So go to nextdoor.com slash valleycast to sign up and see what your neighbors are talking about. Be sure to use the link from our show to sign up so they know you support our show. That's nextdoor.com slash valleycast to gain access to a helpful network of neighbors you never knew you had. And it's free and it's social without leaving your home. And I'm finding a theme in the ads that we're doing. And I appreciate it and I support it and I endorse it fully. Uh, nextdoor.com slash rallycast. Back to the show. Thank you for having me. Grace, do you like the Nextdoor app? Okay. And it's also, there's also something here that's kind of comforting that says, uh, should we stop uh, ordering stuff from China? Should I accept packages from China? Like that's how scared people are. Mm -hmm. And it says here, there's no reason to suspect that packages from China harbor COVID-19. Remember, this is a respiratory virus similar to the flu. We don't stop receiving packages from China during their flu season. We should follow that same logic for this novel pathogen. Hmm. Right. Who knows? Yeah, it's 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 scary, but there's also a fascinating in a gross way. It's morbid. I'm not saying I support it, but it is very interesting. And I wish it wasn't something deadly and harmful watching how travel and flights and our ability to come and go so easily is making this thing spread and the way it's spreading. Like we're watching it in real time, like graphs on yeah, a chart. Nuts. Like it's as uh, yeah, we were talking about it the other day and it was like uh, this is um, how you it. The scary thing is how you would imagine the worst case scenario does would start like this, mm -hmm. which is like it's not we're not there, but it is a weird. Uh, I can't really wrap my head around it. Yeah, at all. In I, conclusion: I actually We don't, don't know. We don't know, and I actually have no real, with the exception of my parents and worrying about them, I, and obviously not wanting anybody. You know, not lack of empathy, but in terms of my own like ability to comprehend this, I don't think I'm even remotely comprehending it at all. I think I'm actually just sort of like. I don't know. It just doesn't. It feels surreal. I guess that's the word, surreal. 
What are you guys checking your emails? Am I alone here? What are mm-hmm. you doing? I've been <laughs> looking up coronavirus the whole time. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm also looking up Joe's uh, coronavirus <laughs> messaging as well. He oh. and I are texting each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. screen share. Elliot? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, Elliot thinks he knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah. All right. I mean, I don't know. Hit us with your thoughts and whatever on Twitter. So you can let us know. Probably update us on what we probably think too. I mean, nobody knows. And let's start doing that. But hopefully, they know more and. Yeah, it hit is. us with the, just like hashtag the Valleycast. Let's start more conversations starting on the podcast and hit us online, hit us on I'm just going to use the, the hashtag Good Mythical right, Morning. Well, let's, <laughs> get, let's, let's get back to our topics and moving past the coronavirus because I don't know, it's just doom and gloom and nobody knows what anything. What you got, so. Steve? Um, well, I, t- I sort of talked to you guys about this a little yesterday. Um, the three of us took a little road trip to a meeting um, and we were talking a little bit about this and this was going to be my topic for yesterday if we had done the podcast yesterday so um i'm super excited about onward the new pixar yeah. movie yeah and i saw a bunch of it at d23 and it looks great and it looks awesome it looks beautiful it looks different and weird yeah and i love that it's taking place in like a fantasy world mm-hmm. that's modernized so it's like unicorns eating out of trash cans that's so and- fun that's like the funniest idea yeah and the like the metal rock band car with the painted yeah. stuff i on love it. that the unicorns are pests yeah that's so funny they're just like rats the most mad the, the thing that represents the most <laughs> magical thing in all of magical human and history. happy yeah. and wishes and <laughs> oh my god and it's always like the last unicorn there's only one left and you gotta make sure it's alive catch that's it fine. and it becomes right, your right. pet and then it's the most it's like raccoon it's a fucking raccoon right in that world. right that's totally great that's so funny um um, but yeah, I'm super stoked about it. Uh, so I'm seeing it tonight. I'm s- very excited about it. And uh, we could talk more about it next time after we've all seen it, hopefully. But um, my question to you guys is, is what is your favorite Pixar movie? Oh, wow. What a fun have question, we Steve. Never, and, okay. Have we never? And why? I'm going to bring him up real quick. We may have done it, but who cares? Let's have, do it again. <laughs> I have a, uh, I have like a, I have a just like an immediate answer that comes right out of my mouth. Okay. Um, and if whenever I'm asked it, I'll say it. And then as we start talking, I'll decide if I've changed it. Uh, Monsters, Inc. Whoa. Monst- for sure. Monsters, and if, Inc. And Elliot, if you want, I can list them off for you. Uh, I'm going to look them up. Okay, because I have them all in front Inc. of me right here. for the here. longest time was my number one. I think it's there's so much creativity behind it. I love the scream and laugh um, yeah. uh, narrative storyline. It's so good. And then uh, Boo... Reminded me of Hayden for the longest ah. time, so there's that part. But even despite that, because I think it came out before Hayden, um, I just loved it. I loved the world they created. I loved the Monsters Inc. came out in super, yeah, like college, two thousand one. Yeah, so it was way before. So Hayden wasn't even around yet. So Hayden came in on my Monsters Inc. bandwagon later. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was born in two thousand seven. So, but she totally did have like a boo thing going. She was boo esque for sure. Um, but yeah, I loved it. John Goodman's um, Sully or Mike uh, or... Sully. So like, right? Yeah. The, the the relationship that he had with Boo was just, it was so caring and so it's believable wonderful. and yeah. I loved it. And um, uh, Buscemi's character, what's his name? Uh, Randall. Randall's a yeah. real evil motherfucker. I yeah. zoned out to look like at the- real evil. I zoned out to look up um, the coronavirus, or uh, Pixar. <laughs> I was just going to say, were you looking at coronavirus <laughs> you stuff? You know, I can't <laughs> help it. Um, 
Were you talking about? Did you talk about Monsters University at all? I haven't, but we can. We did so talk about my, it yesterday. That's my knee-jerk reaction. Like, if you're like, answer in two seconds, I would say Monsters Inc. I'm going to go back in and relook. Yeah, but that's been in close to my heart for a very long time. Good choice. Uh, mine is probably not many people's favorite, but I think if I had to choose one, trying to remove the nostalgia element of uh, of like how much I love the characters in Toy Story. Um, I love Inside Out very much. I love the idea of Inside Out. I like how they portrayed the emotions. I like the story. I like the comedy. Uh, I like the voiceover work. I love that movie. Uh, it can make you frickin' cry. Yes. It's, oh, yeah. It's a tearjerker, which I love in a Pixar movie. I love oh. that they know how to get Coco did the same thing. Coco was so beautiful, and I still mm-hmm. love Coco very much. I um, think... So your favorite, your favorite, you think is Inside Out? Inside Out is probably what I would choose. That's your knee yeah. jerk, real quick. As the one I would p- put on above all of the others, but I also love Toy Story three a lot. So I don't know. I don't remember um, Toy Story three. Is that the one where they all almost die in the fire? Yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, the um, I wasn't also, as it wasn't as emotionally. I agree. I didn't get hit by the really? emotions Me of that either. one at all. Yeah, everybody was like, it tears you apart yeah. at the end. I sat there in the theater ready for oh, it. I was losing I it. I know. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna nope. I'm letting my emotions take over. Let's see what happens. Yeah. And it just didn't, didn't Um You know, like we're talking about how it can make you cry and Pixar are so good at that, like taking those moments in these really feel good movies and, and making you feel the peaks and the valleys. That movie it's not just one valley. It's usually like one valley in those movies. Like mm-hmm. up, it's the beginning, and it just tears you apart. Yeah, that one you think it's when it's not just when the that imaginary character. What's his name? In yeah, up, no, in uh, oh, out. Bing Bong, Bing, Bing Bong. Yeah, that I don't. Can we spoil whatever? What what happens to him? Like Richard tears you Kind apart. does the voice mm-hmm, of Bing mm-hmm. Bong, and it tears you apart, and it's so sad. But then. It's also I beautiful it. the way yeah. it, they do it. Is oh, dude, yeah, Bing Bong so fucked me beautiful. up. Yeah, but there's so it's... much before that that fucks me up as a father and as somebody that is. I still might have a small connection to my inner child and remember who I was back then. But that little girl is going through so oh, yeah. much shit. Yeah, that's it what I love tears about it. Me that's apart. what I love. About it. It's beautiful. The inner oh. world, the whole thing. I love the concept of it. I think it's so well done. It's very creative. Um, so oh. creative, yeah. And it makes sense. It's got jokes and joke, like inside mm-hmm. jokes. The way mm-hmm. they, uh, just the imagery, the way they, like the different lands and yeah. stuff, yeah. the lights going, it all makes sense. It's great. And it's so helpful for children who are like, why do I feel this way? Or what yeah. What are these feelings? And is it okay? And is it, it really normalizes these kind of neuroses that we all kind of suffer yeah. from growing up and such. Learning that you're not your anger necessarily totally is, or uh, your depression or mm-hmm. anything like that yeah. it's really creative and and i love it and that's my favorite thing about pixar as a whole is like every single movie basically mm-hmm. is not talking down to children and it's right. it's very open for all ages and it actually is um okay so steve so knee jerk knee jerk what my favorite mm-hmm. well it used to be wally Wally's good. Like truly, it was Wally because it's just like the fact that there's zero dialogue for like that first half of the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Right. Super br- groundbreaking stuff. I remember for an when I watched film. it for the first time. That first half, I was sitting there going, "I am enthralled by this. This is Charlie Chaplin with a robot totally. animation." Yeah. And I was vaudeville. I was my first viewing. I hated that they went to space and the humans came part of it. It, it kind of ruined the movie for me the first time. I loved everything they were doing. I was like, it's going to oh, be so- Oh, you wanted it to just stay I robots. I thought it would be so brave if they just like, no dialogue Different and movie. just went for it. And I was like, yes, yes. And then they went and I was kind of disappointed. But then on subsequent watches, I, I love the whole thing. I mean, it's so good. Wally has everything. It's like environmentalism and very funny comedy and also like really cool mixed media. Like 
a cool Peter Gabriel song. A at great the end. fucking Peter Gabriel song. I have such a like a PTSD uh, <laughs> from that movie in a way because I saw it at the Disney the theater in uh, downtown Disney in Anaheim with a bunch of people with my friends and stuff. And I brought my DS with like Cooking Mama and like all this stuff on it. And <laughs> As I, you do when you go to a Pixar movie. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I just kept it with me because I was using it all the time. But I put my DS like under my leg. You know how in a movie theater you just like put your phone under your leg or something while the movie's going? And I totally fucking left the theater without it. No. And someone got my DS with dude, all my games somebody, in it and shit. Dude, you gave somebody the best day of their the life. The best. Ver- they watch. saw Wally and got a free DS. <laughs> but when I hear that what Peter Gabriel song, I just remember how, man, if I just remembered it was in my seat because the Peter Gabriel song's playing. Ooh, but great credits, too, in that movie. It's so good. With all the little, like, uh, the chase scene. Yeah, totally. Yep, with but, the animation. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. But really I love good. the big fan Hieroglyphics. of the, yeah. the, um, the mixed media in the movie, like, when they do live, act, like, while he's watching My Fair Lady or whatever movie it is, yeah. and it's real, it's live action, My Fair Lady, and then later on, Fred Willard is, like, the president or something, and he's just live action in a Pixar movie. And it's like I've never seen that. That's yeah. cool. Uh, it was also that like um, them saving money. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> that that he, Wally represented that little kid version of love too. When you, totally, like, you when love, you're like, like that love at someone. first sight, crushing. Like he couldn't not think of her. All he could, all he wanted to do was hold her hand. Yeah, yeah. It's That's so pure. All he so wanted sweet. to do, and it's like. That that goes back to that little kid version. Like, of I like, just want to hold her hand. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm so. Oh. They should write a me. song about holding hands. Oh, no one's done it. Nobody's it's ever done that. Uh, it <laughs> is not anyway. as good as um, uh, I saw Sonic. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and it's a perfect film. Uh, uh, but anyway, it used to be Wally for me, and ooh, now push it's down to number two. One hundred percent Coco. Coco. Yeah. yeah, Coco yeah. would be my second. It's just. And then like all the toys gorgeous. Coco is is is. A magical movie. It's a celebration of life magical. and death and culture and color. Not and my music culture. And... <laughs> not my America. I bet you Trump hates that movie. <laughs> Coco's bad. <laughs> Marilago. Coco, no, no. Uh, but yeah, I love it. I love it. But um, the concept of second death in that movie fucks me up so oh, much. I know that's it's like the same final thing death. Is, it's the thing is inside out when you're like, oh, this is a perfect way of describing it. It's the yeah. second death when everyone forgets you. What, what the yeah. fuck? It, it makes me so. That's sad. not a theme that you even no. need to learn as a kid. <laughs> you oh don't my. need to learn that one day people are gonna <laughs> yeah. forget about you, and that's when you really die. Yeah. But I love it because it's oh. like again, Pixar not talking down to children and being like. There's this magical place you go well, to yeah. with all your family, and it's gonna be great. It's like, sure, but also, oh. life isn't totally a beautiful thing that nor you can is look forward to. And, you know, nor is the afterlife. Yeah, God, but second anyway, death, fuck that. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, second death is some scary shit. Uh, what if the, when we die here on Earth, it means that in our um, previous life, that means everyone's forgotten us? What if this is our second? What if, That's what, I'm what, saying, if what yeah. we're doing now? Yeah, is our first death. Yeah, and yeah. the reason that we're here <laughs> is because. You guys ever wow. think about that, or I don't. Wow. Try, I try not to. Yikes! Um, but mm-hmm. really quick, I wanted to talk about just like some of the ones that probably yeah, aren't I got, on I got anyone's the list here. I got favorites. The list. Like, let's talk about Cars Three. Brave, really quick. I don't hate Brave. I don't hate Brave either, and so many people hate Brave. I like Brave, but I think Brave, it was their first different one. Look at everything before it, and then look at Brave. It was their first like human one. And Brave is the is it really like. It really went went through a lot of changes mm-hmm. in the in the production, and and it could have been 
way cooler, I think. Yeah. But There's I don't the, hate it. The mother-daughter relationship thing in there is great. Uh-huh. It's really I good. I seen it. You didn't see it? No. Whoa, you I'm gotta not, see that. I will not watch it. <laughs> I do not I'm like not female-led films. Elliot I would hates. love to. I Females? Uh, redheads? Uh, Irish people? Or Scottish? Bow and arrows? Scottish, and uh, bears. bears. Yeah, we've had a lot of conversations about how much he hates bears. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I like octopuses. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also, love Finding Dory. The Good Dinosaur. Uh, good Dinosaur. <sighs> I've watched it a few times. It's freaking the visuals in the good dinosaur are shoot outstanding are you okay buddy did you just lose some money on a horse race (laughs) they're beautiful i've been trying to get a hold of uh for the nashville trip i'm trying to get hold of american airlines for like ever and yeah they just called god damn it but their phone lines are all jammed because of coronavirus blame the good dinosaur (laughs) i have a better dinosaur joe it's blame the coronavirus the f- Rex. <laughs> I, I would actually go f- so far as Virus to blame the, the salon under us that once again was doing the fat burning machine. Ultra, no, what the hell is it called? I don't remember. Who cares? Oh, ultra Coon or Ultra Con or something like that? Oh, no. God, we're old. Um, yeah, Good Dinosaur. <laughs> Finding Dory. Uh, but there's Good Dinosaur is a Western. It's a, it's a Western, but it just doesn't quite work for some reason. Finding um, Dory, I think, is a bad, bad didn't movie. See it. I didn't really care for Incredibles two. The seal, but those see seals, <laughs> those seals in Finding Dory are great. Is it the seals? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I, I just yeah didn't feel like a magical movie to me. And all these good Pixar movies feel so magical. And when good. you compare, when you think about something like Finding Dory or uh, the Good Dinosaur to Coco, yeah. it is a no I know, contest. It's, I know. They yeah. it r- really runs the gamut, and that's saying a lot because even those movies, I'm sure, are really good. I like you said, Monsters University. That's just, yeah. I had no really low expectations. I enjoyed for it. I loved it. Yeah. Yep. I need to see it again. I don't. I didn't hate it. Love is a strong word. I really, really enjoyed it. I was surprised that I enjoyed it so much. Yeah. How about me that? too? Yeah. Yeah. It's totally different. It's got nothing to do with that yeah. first movie at yeah. all. Very good. prequel, but then it's like a, they explain an, a little bit yeah. about the glasses and stuff, like how he needs why mm-hmm. he needs. It's great. It's Animal House, but it it's it's almost like a period piece of a movie yeah. with those with those guys and I thought that was kind of a bold chance that they took they actually pulled off pretty well um, alright well that's it Joe what's your topic Wait, hold on let me see these real quick Bugs Life I like Bugs Life I like it too I like Bugs Life I was actually yeah that was a kind of forgotten good one Finding Nemo I know why it's people fine. love it I think it's fine it's fine I really like Finding Incredibles Nemo. 1 and 2 great Incredibles really 1 like is Incredibles. great Incredibles 2 is fine Jackson my son loves they're all Incredibles. on the right I like Cars I'm pretty the first Cars is great it's really good you should yeah. watch I'll it I'll see it again. someday yeah <laughs> I've never seen it. Oh, uh, here's one that I don't agree with a lot of people for You're not some a reason. Disney fan. Ratatouille never stuck with me. I love it so much. I need to watch it again. It's up there. It's you in know, my top um, five. What what I loved about Ratatouille was the fact that they based part of like Disneyland Italy on it. Or yeah, something like that. and you could really? go to and they yeah. made giant when you walked in in the ride. It would be giant. Wait, everything. did you go? To, did you go? No, I we oh, just oh, oh, it was oh, that oh. Imagineering. Right, right. Oh, right. Series, oh, yeah, I want to go on gosh, that. Ride. It made so me want to rewatch Ratatouille, and then I put it on, and I got bored. He made it. Like, I think they're building that ride in the Paris section of Epcot. Ah, uh, that's it. It doesn't keep my interest for some reason. Yeah, it feels. When was the last time you watched boring. it? A while ago. It's, also it's, it's it's like cooking, and it's like I think if you're into cooking, maybe it's amazing. Yeah, the no, reason why it it's yeah. so different and so kind of boring, as you say, is because you're not cultured. It was going to be the first non-Disney Pixar movie or it was going to be the first non-Disney relationship Pixar movie. So it's the Super so Mario Pixar, 2 of Pixar movies? It, Brad Bird wrote it though and he's great. It was meant to to be mm. the first like Pixar is its own studio oh, opposite. film and so it was kind of like uh, 
a little darker, a little different, a little a little bit green, grungier, a little grittier. But I love it. I think the music is fantastic. Giacchino did a wonderful score. And I think it's beautiful. All the food looks incredible. And there's just this wonderful scene where Remy first goes into the kitchen and he's like looking at all the food. And yeah. there's the musical score is so good. And I need to watch it again. Yeah, it's great. Uh, long, and then we kind of touched on everything else as far as it goes. Yep. And then onward. I'm really excited yeah, for it. so it stoked. Looks fun. Looks fun, looks fun. Stoked. Someone was talking about how Onward seems to be the first time that they're using voice talent to really, like, push the film. Oh, like uh, um, actual, you know. Like, all kind those of like no how other animated and, like, movies to- do. Toy Story and stuff. <laughs> no, but it was never, like, and that was way back mean? in the day. Voice but, talent isn't, what do you mean? It was, they never, like, used, like, because it's. They're pushing that it's Chris Pratt right, and they're and pushing that it's Tom Holland right. and they're they're pushing that relationship. It's like these guys are hanging out in real life and now they're in a movie as opposed to it's the movie starring. Right. Them. The movie matters more than the star power. In yeah. It. And, and uh, yeah, okay. some people have commented on that aspect of it being <laughs> kind of an interesting way to market the movie. I but hope it's good. I hope it's good too. I think I've seen, I've read good things. Yeah. It's so weird. It. I just love um, fantasy shit. So I'm all about it. I'm in. Fantasy shit. It's a good Rush song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fantasy shit in the outside lands. Uh, <laughs> speaking of that. <laughs> speaking of that kind of music, uh, Green Day's new album. Have you listened to uh, Green Day's new speaking album of at all? That kind of music. It is like that, dude. <laughs> oh, is it? That's yeah, cool. they That's cool. do like some kind. I mean, maybe not like that, but it's uh, it's not that. It's more like old, old punk and old cool. screamy. Um, Rock and the album is ten songs and t- like twenty six minutes long. Oh my Holy goodness! Crap. It's really crazy. My God, wow. it's like it's a, a symphony. I don't know if I like it, but it's cool. But it's there. It's in, yeah. It's it is there. I got so bummed this morning. There was a new. I got a thing on my you know the release radar on Spotify for new stuff, and I saw a new song from Brandon Flowers, and I was like, Holy crap! And I went to it, and there's a whole new album, and I was like, A new Brandon Flowers album is great from the Killers. You know, you have a Killers name, and uh, it was a Brandon Flowers who's like a hip hop artist who uploaded his album i guess to the wrong profile or got linked <laughs> no and way so all of a sudden i was like i truly bought it for a second let me play a second of it for Man. you because i thought in any moment brandon flowers were going to start crooning over this rap guy this and is I the like, sound elliot's brain made when he realized it wasn't this is Ow. <laughs> this is what i thought the killers were up to <laughs> Oh wow. man! so i still think it's brandon they're really taking a chance here this is different oh <laughs> and I was like, I was so disappointed. Just genre bending. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that's good. That's fun stuff. <laughs> anyway, yeah, folks, Patreon.com/slash The Valley Folk. Uh, I want to plug that. Um, okay. We're about to uh, embark. It's not official yet, but we are in the process of embarking on the biggest risk we've taken as a company. And I want to say that publicly. And I don't care what you guys. You're think just putting that out. Just putting that part yeah. out there. I want people. No more that. context. And right. we wouldn't be able to do that if it wasn't for the patrons, which I think is very cool. Oh, yeah. And it's All also right. cool that we're continuing to take risks. I like that a lot. Yeah. All right. So my All right, Joe, get in there. <laughs> this is uh, this is fun. What do you got, Joe? Um, Joe, you're up. All Joe, right. what's up, man? Are you ready? Joe, what, what My you got, son's Joe, favorite up. Netflix show is 72 Dangerous Animals. Okay. We've talked about this before. <laughs> it's a so. it's a ranking documentary show and it bases it at each um season geographically. So there's only been 3 seasons but it's been 72 Dangerous Animals of Asia, 72 Most Dangerous Animals of South America. Why is it 72? I I don't know. Weird. <laughs> it's great. Um 
Uh, Latin, Why don't we just and, call and, it 70, huh? And the other one is, what did I say? Latin America. <laughs> Two of them can't be that dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Get that one out of here. Let's just round it out, boys. Oh, you can definitely tell that they, they did some fillers in some of the episodes. Weird. But it's not just like a so documentary. Could it have been 60? It could have been. It could have also you been 80, You think it would have worked depending. if it was 60, though? Do you think they could have cut yeah. out that many of them? 60 dangerous animals. Well, you tell me. Close your eyes. Which sounds more like clickable? 60 dangerous animals of Australia or 72 dangerous animals I think of Australia. I'd, I think it's 72. That's 70 and two are very ha- two hard sounding numbers. Mm-hmm. So it sounds good. Like it's like it's thinking it's venomous teeth. Right. But what about a hundred dangerous animals? A hun- it's not as hard of a, a number. I see where this, this is a slippery slope, is boys. A slope. Yeah, man. Those are the two. Those are the two jaggiest sounding numbers. <laughs> Three. Nope. One. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Five. Don't too soft. Four. Six. Six is pretty good. Twenty-three. Seven D and two. Yeah. It's like fangs. <laughs> Anyways, nice. he loves it. And each each uh, season is like five, eight episodes where they do like a top ten countdown of just these random ten an- animals. And then they take the one that wins it and they keep shuffling it around the whole time. So it's like if it's uh, does it get? Australia, it's like here's this spider and then here's um, this snake. And then if the spider was in the number two position but the snake is more dangerous, it'll move. It'll be like this spider just got knocked down by this snake. And then they'll shuffle it till the end. So they just use pictures? So it's like they TKO. Use wow, what a way to – wow. No, 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 no. They use pictures for the ranking but the – documentary side of it is actually really good is they, it tko right. for spider yes for an, yes animals? it's, it's okay, t-shirt kate tko but they'll it's gang beasts for animals oh, got it, got they it. got like little documentaries they'll go meet people that got attacked and bit by a bull shark and all this stuff Jesus. so it's actually in depth and a lot of money went where, into where can it. you see it netflix oh great great um and it, it's somewhat entertaining and he's actually learning a lot about animals because of it but it's only been those three seasons latin america um Australia and Asia. And I've been waiting for North America. I've been like chomping at the bit for Why? it. Because I want to know. I just want to know. Cause, you cause, just want more. Well, no, I started thinking He's about. part of some fantasy leagues. Where we, yeah, right? <laughs> He's where traveling we live. there next year. Yeah. <laughs> where we live, it's, I've always thought since I was a kid when you, that all these other places seemed so exotic. And so did their animals. Like Australia, just what the fuck's going on in Australia? I think it still sounds exotic. Same with sure. Latin America. But us, we get, you get so used to what's around us and the type of animals and fauna and flora that we've grown up with and been uh opened up to and the stuff that we read in books mm-hmm. you know so i was going to ask you guys speak for I've yourself been, i've been doing some searching and just wanted to see can you what do you think if this oh, that show this was cool. made for north america trust me there's not 72 there's no fucking way they would be able to do it and there's a reason it hasn't been made what do you think just let's rattle off. Alligator. What do you guys think are the most dangerous animals? Let's make a list, and I'll tell you what Why I've you found. Why are you putting finger quotes around is, animals? Is, is, <laughs> is, <laughs> is making it dangerous animals. <laughs> Would a hippopotamus count, or that's not, not really North, North America. America? Yeah, no. yeah. Alligator. Maybe it's bear. Zoos, Alligator. Zoos don't count. Alligators. Do you know there. it? You have. I've it? been doing some some searching, and I've made some lists. Do you feel like you have a definitive rattlesnake? Not, there's not seventy-two rattlesnake. But do you think there is a like you have the number one most dangerous animal? It, it's always up. Mountain lion. Oh. Elliot, you're killing it so far. What Mountain about, lion, uh, alligator, crocodile, of reclu- brown recluse you said spider, bear, the brown bear. Yeah, I said bear, brown bear, uh, brown bear, and black bear, the grizzly, grizzly bear, grizzly, great, um, all of them. If the grizzly bear was like koalas, right here on the list, the black bear would be very far away from you. Oh, really? a black oh yeah, gonna, black bear's a little guy. Black bear's gonna run from you. It's gonna climb up a tree. Well, I wouldn't test it. No. Moose, <laughs> moose could be. I, I'm not finding it on any lists. Is brown recluse in there? Brown recluse. Moose is. would be an interesting one. What's the other spider that would be on there? Black Widow? Yeah, Black Widow, mm. 
and brown recluse. Isn't there like a violin spider that's kind of fucking dangerous? I mean, dangerous these, these are the ones that have come up. Okay. Sharks. Um, shark. Rattlesnake. Rattlesnake. Good job. Copperhead. Yeah, mm-hmm. copperhead. Um, oh, oh, by the way, mostly southern creatures we're talking about here. Uh, coral snake, is that what they're called? Coral snake was is in there. Sharks? Shark is in there. Yes, yes, I yes. Said sharks, you did you say sharks? Okay, got it. Um, what about stingrays? Stingrays kind of in there. Jellyfish? But you guys have kind of... And we've, we've kind of hit it. Um, when I go to the my Florida trip on in the summer, we have to do the uh, stingray shuffle when you go into the water because if the if the stingray is there and you, you shuffle so oh, your yeah. foot goes under, yeah. Like, yeah, so you don't lift. Yeah, yeah. Um, cougar, well, they, mountain lion, like you said, Elliot. What about wolves? Yeah. Um, Ooh, good you one. just hit the other one. You guys have basically nailed it, and it's not getting much deeper than this. A uh, Florida panther, Florida which panther, is kind great, of on great. there okay. with mountain lions. Yeah, I always, I never know what to call them because there's so many kinds, and they're also like bobcat is also pretty dangerous, but they're small. Not, they're real small. They are small, but they'll, t- they'll, they'll bad, they're bad. They can be assholes. Yeah. Uh, gray wolf, yes, that's on there again. Not super dangerous. We hit the spiders. We hit the snakes. Here's one curveball you might not have said. Hornets. <laughs> Dude, Africanized bees. Oh, yeah. Yep. And hornets if you're, yeah. you know, uh, allergic. Scorpion. Yeah. Specifically oh, yeah. the Arizona bark scorpion. Bark which, scorpion. Yeah, which is a bit of an asshole and can fuck you up pretty good. And then, what about, what about apes? Some poisonous frogs? Like gorillas? We don't have those. Or in gorillas, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there yeah. poisonous frogs in there? In Latin America. Hmm. Yeah, so that's kind of as interesting as we get. There are a couple other curveballs that came into the conversation. Red ants, I thought were interesting. It's stretching. Or fire ants or whatever. Ants are stretching. Grizzly ants. <laughs> yeah. Wild boar. Oh yeah. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Which is one that I don't really equate with. Is that kind that's of where a, you grew up? Hawaii. Um, I, think, I don't know. Right? I don't know if it's a boar. I, we have hogs. I don't know if it's the same. If it's different words, um, but I've always heard that the hogs are pretty much assholes. Um, the yeah. wild boar in Hawaii are apparently pretty dangerous. Yeah. Really? Yeah. See, I don't know a lot about that. Um, uh, and then the the biggest curveball that I found, and it apparently can be the most dangerous, is... A big old mean cat. Big old titties. Humans. <laughs> no, every list is always oh, like... God, I was about to walk out of the room. <laughs> every list is always... And then what if Joe went on this whole, like, you guys, no, political... Is, yeah. <laughs> we need to talk about this. Um, First of all, not me, us. <laughs> um, uh, this is not the answer that I was about to tell you guys, but uh, the number one or two on all of those shows that Jackson watches, is it's almost always comes down to, like, Mosquito. Like, cause mosquito. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, but there's some also other things that'll fuck you up. What about bats? Oh, there's two on here for you. But bats on the other ones, but not on the American list. What about hmm. the vampires? Um, bison, <laughs> American bison. Yeah, bison. Fuck, I didn't think about it. No, yeah, yeah I didn't know. I I couldn't. I don't even have a picture in my mind of what a bison is. <laughs> I don't. Are you serious? I have no idea what it looks like. They look like buffalo. A buffalo. A, bu- a bison is a buffalo. Yeah. Oh, then if then yeah, okay, yeah. great. But again, super. <laughs> I do know what a buffalo is. Super I, stupid, rare, and it's like if you're in Yellowstone and you try to feed one, you might get hurt. Well, they yeah. say to keep your distance yeah. too. Um, moose, take... though, I'm surprised moose isn't anywhere. I'm surprised too. Uh, I don't number trust moose. one on a lot of freaking lists. Please say camels. Please say camels. Deer. What? Nah. Oh, because of car accidents. Because of so many freaking car accidents. Oh, a year. but I'm thinking predators. I'm right. thinking some. That's not. That's not a. Yes, a it's dangerous s- animal. Stupid. That's an it's... unsafe car. That's a not deer proof car. <laughs> not deer proof car. Yeah. Look, by uh, that account, you, got, you can uh, say possums. you're going to go to zero sixty and uh, the fastest you've ever gone. Um, uh, the, the mileage is great. The gas mileage, ooh, baby, but it's not deer proof. Does it protect against deer? <laughs> it is not deer proof. Okay, great. Um, but we're going to save you an extra three thousand dollars because of that. Yeah. If you want the deer proof package, 
you can't blame cars on the, the deer becoming getting I, on the most yeah, dangerous. Yeah, I don't think you can. Yeah. I don't appreciate but that. But by that account, wouldn't dogs and like uh, possums and, all, and raccoons yeah. be in there too? Fun, well, no, because they, no. they think the cars uh, I guess destroy them. The fun stat is... Cows, uh, though. A cow cows, hitting, yeah. hitting a cow, that's bad. That's a bad. Without thinking that this number would be freaking insane... According to this quick uh, wiki search, how many human deaths do you think a year are attributed to vehicle collisions with deer? Oh, it's got to be so it's, many. It's not as many as you think. Really? Um, but okay, it's still a big number. I'm going to say 204. You're four off. Wow. 200 according to this. Whoa. Nice. But how much money in property damage every year? With deer? Mm-hmm. Property damage? Because it comes into your house or something? No, oh, 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 oh. I have no idea. 1.1 billion. Billion? <laughs> Damn, something got to be done about them deers. There's the new political platform. Isn't that nuts? We're wasting $1.4 billion. Yeah. $1.1 billion. And it's weird to think of like other uh, other countries too because deer are our deer, right? They're those things that are just kind of ubiquitous and everywhere and they're like, that's just a, that's just a fucking deer. <laughs> like there yeah. it is. But like in Australia, that's fucking kangaroo? Like there's yeah, a they fucking, don't hunt kangaroo There's though. a wild ass kangaroo over there. Yeah. 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 That would be nuts. Just living. I was watching a crappy reality television Copy show Bear in, in uh, Latin America. In, I love those. Those in, are cute. In London, there was a in the Netflix queue or whatever. There was a reality show called Back with the X, and it was pretty horrible. But uh, Grace and I were having a great time watching it. But they had this weird budget where they would send these couples that like thought they wanted to get back together. It was wrong basically 100% of the time. But they thought they wanted to get back together and they would t- send them on these huge excursions. And one of them was a safari excursion. And I've never had an interest in going on like a safari or going and seeing that kind of stuff, even though I think it'd be really cool. I was captivated by it. And it looks like the coolest thing ever. Going and so on safari? I started looking it up, yeah. And it looks way expensive. And I was like, oh, that's a bad thing going to happen. But there, I was like, the the descriptions of them we're talking about how you'll just see at night in your room you'll see like elephants come up and like cool. drink out of the water and go, I'm like I would lose my mind yeah because I also think elephants are the elephants are for me like the octopus of the land they're yeah. incredible D- like answer uh, uh, listeners please answer this for us like when you look at America does our, do our animals seem like weird and out there yeah. comparatively yeah like know? is it weird to see a bear outside like or is it or weird moose like any of yeah, like all moose. that stuff like because it's to me it's weird to be like there's a kangaroo outside there's a wombat that's a fucking koala <laughs> I've heard that their names are so much more fun I know <laughs> Key but to us, koala, um, I've heard wombat. people say that seagulls yeah. are kind of a unique thing. Seagulls, yeah, interesting. Yeah, because they're like, I ne- never seen seagulls. Don't see them. Wow, guys. Okay, wow. I, can, I just pelicans are pretty funny looking. Yeah, pelicans wow. are cool. So flamingos I, are dope too. I, yeah, stinky boys, but they're um, they're cool. Yeah, are really? They? Yeah, flamingos. Who? Anytime you oh, go really? to the zoo, it's oh. the flamingo area that smells so bad. Dude, I just stumbled on <laughs> so bad. the roadkill Wikipedia. There's a, there's a roadkill section on Wikipedia. Get this. <clears throat> this sentence. Extrapolating these data nationwide, Merritt Clifton, editor of Animal People newspaper, estimated that the following animals are being killed by motor vehicles in the United States annually. 41 million squirrels. 26 <laughs> That's genocide. Million, That's, no, I think that means they're doing just fine. <laughs> 26 million cats, 19 million possums, 15 million raccoons, 6 million dogs... 35,000, thir, thir, oh, sorry, 350,000 deer. That's fucking 
insane. Yeah, humans. Two hundred humans from deer. If, and if it weren't for humans, those <laughs> things shit. would not be dead. We're winning. We are wow. winning. We are totally winning this war. Our scoreboard. Yeah, <laughs> the war against animals. Oh the war God. against animals. We are. We will emerge victorious. <laughs> and they got pictures of fucking road, road deer. That's a great oh, topic, Joe. And hold up. Re- weirdly sad. You know, you know <laughs> yep. how we were saying like we think their other the other countries' animals are like more exotic and weird. Their other countries' exotic weird animals are also roadkill, like cool. roadkill wombats and roadkill kangaroos. Crazy, Whoa. crazy. Sorry. Um. All right. Well, let's wrap Whoa. it up, kids. Wow. Wow. What a weird thing we just talked about, folks. Head on over to patreon.com slash the Valley Folk if you like this podcast early, as well as exclusive content, new shows, and uh, dangerous like animals, animals, animals. bloopers and deleted scenes and all sorts of things. It's great to be back. Thank you for having me, guys. I hope you're doing very well. I'm very excited for the future. Yeah, and please don't forget to share our Your Show trailer because it's so cool. I'm well, so proud of it. Well, by the time they're listening to this, also oh, your show share been... the new Your Shows. That's we just true. watched That's down true. the first right. batch for the first week, and you know we were, we've been excited about this for a bit. I got way more excited after know, watching so the final good. four. I didn't know you guys were doing it. We're laughing pretty upset. very much. What'd you say? Very I didn't know good. You guys uh, were watching them. Well, if you would have been here in the last two weeks, maybe. Oh, shit. Well, what are you going to do about that? I was just in the other room. Ooh, in... where's the cat? Mm. Where's the cat? Mm. Where's Elliot? Mm. <laughs> 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 all right, guys. Well, listen. Well, Elliot, welcome back. We're thank happy you. to have you. Guys, thank you for listening. I actually got to leave town again all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. We knew it. Uh, Joe, thank you for being great. Yeah, and you. everybody's great, and we love you all, especially y'all, pra- mm-hmm. the patrons. And yeah, that's the biggest thing. You know, we're talking a lot about YouTube and the changes, and also YouTube.com/slash/TheValleyCast. Don't forget that. Yes, but it all happens yes. because of our patrons at Patreon.com/slash/TheValleyFolk, and we need you, including the. Uh, it's because of the patrons that we're able to take some big risks in the future, which is very nice. And we'll hear more about that when we talk. About it. Guys, thank you. Steve's so going bungee jumping. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Okay, bye. Everybody. <laughs> bye. <laughs>